Scouts of the Weirdwood Forest. Hello and welcome to Scouts of the Weirdwood Forest, our playtest podcast for this family-friendly storytelling adventure game where you play as scouts traveling through an enchanted wood and learning about your powers and your abilities and earning badges and doing all sorts of awesome, fun things. So I have a lot of fabulous people with me tonight who are going to be playing the scouts. And we're going to start off with Ian. Hi, I'm playing Cobb. And um, Cobb is a young man of 11 years old. He's in the fourth grade and he can pretty much eat anything. And he carries a lot around a lot of strange things in his pockets. Dave. Uh, I'm Dave and I'm going to be playing Finn. Uh, Finn is a young nine-year-old naiad. Uh, naiads are all about water, and that's where Finn finds his solace. Uh, naiads are also all about music, and so that's also where Finn finds his solace. Next we have Mab, just Mab. I am playing an eight-year-old today. Her name is Roxy. But even though she is eight and quite possibly the size of a 13-year-old, she is a mother-flippin' ninja. That's right. She is the hide-and-seek champion. Awesome. Did she get in trouble for flipping her mother? Yes. Uh, it was on a dare. I would say mother flipping is a, a family pastime, considering how uh, we, we were blessed by giants. Right. Yeah. Arm wrestling and mother flipping. I'm, I'm all about it. So last and certainly not least, we have Heather. Heather is an amazing artist. She's actually an artist on this project. Hey, guys, um, I'm Heather. I'm playing a character called Hazel. She has a strong like of pecans, but hates wearing shoes. And um, she carries around a bag of nuts everywhere she goes. You never know when you're going to need them, I guess. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So a strange man from the Weirdwood came to your door. Hairy legs. It was it was a satyr. He, he had a floppy hat on to cover his horns, but it was a satyr. He came to, came to your parents' door, knocked on the door, said, hey, your kids are weirdos. They belong with us. Your parents took you to a bonfire that night where you took the oath of the Weirdwood. Man, my life would have been a lot easier if that had actually just happened to me. Right. I know, yeah. right? right? It was never so formal. I just kind of ended up among the fae. You can still do it. We'll, we'll come to your house. We'll, we'll take you to the woods and we'll all repeat an oath together. It'll be fine. Yeah. And we'll all call you a weirdo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go over the oath really quick, just so the listeners know it and so that you all know it. The oath goes like this. To the weirdwood and her people too, I shall be faithful, loyal, and true. Leaves and branches, roots and bud. I go in peace. I shed no blood. Brave and charming, helpful, clever. My solemn word shall bind forever. The, the next day, everybody has a picnic together, and you get to meet your fellow scouts and their family. And then one by one, you are taken into the actual Weirdwood, and you are taught how to use your ability. So when you begin play, everybody knows their ability, and they know how to use it. The last thing is you are given the Weird Scout Guidebook, or your Troop Handbook. And this is a big, thick, battered old book with paper stuck in it, and and it's handwritten in the margins, okay? So you're told to go home, pack up your stuff, and on Saturday morning, you will all meet at the edge of the wood, uh, go in together for your first adventure. 
Saturday morning comes, bright and early, you've got your gear, you're excited, your your family drops you off at the edge of the wood all together, and then they drive away. Roxy is all excited about going forward, and she starts stepping forward, and then she realizes she doesn't really know how to get in there, but she's very eager to step forward and do the thing. Okay. What about trying under that old ruined bridge? I'll check that. That's totally what I was... Yeah, great idea. I'm doing it. Let's do it. Was, wait, wait, wait. Bef- before you go, though, Finn is going to start pulling on roots and pushing them like they were levers of a machine. It's like, yeah, before we go in, we have to make sure that we put in the combination. At, at this point, it is the first weekend in May. The snow has melted. The creek is running a little bit high, but you can still splash through it as an enthusiastic eight-year-old, no problem. And you walk under the bridge and you sort of feel a tingle in your hair and on your skin. You know that something is different. The air smells a little bit fresher. The sun is shining a little bit brighter. There's birds in the trees. There's squirrels chittering as you pass. And the leaves seem to whisper messages from tree to tree. What about the rocks? What do the rocks look like? So where you were in the real world, there there were rocks. There were little rocks and stones and pebbles. But you walk into the weird wood and there are boulders. There are Ooh. large crags of rocks rising up uh, amongst the trees. Uh, and the trees are a little bit different here, too. They're a little bit thicker. They're, they seem older. Pinned to the very first tree right in front of you is a big note, and it says, Welcome to the Weirdwood. Today, Scouts, you have two tasks. Find a place to set up your camp and meet your animal familiar. Oh. Okay. Uh, task, find... We got this. Let's find a, a place to camp. I know I know what a familiar is. Uh, I know did you read the part in the book where it talks about the familiar? It's a it's an animal that can help us and it um, it's really smart and it can talk. Cool. I wonder if I could just like call out to it and make it answer me. Do you think that would work? It's worth a shot, definitely. Hey, familiar. What do you think it's gonna be? I wave my candy bar around. <laughs> the uh, squirrels from the tree, as as you call out they call back. Now, you're the only one that understands what they're saying, but they're like, who you calling a familiar? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be so rude. I'm just looking for a potential friend for our group. Yeah, you look like you got plenty of friends there. Have you got any nuts? That's what I need. Actually, I do. Do you want to come share? I have pecans and I have cashews. Oh, heck yeah. Are you offering nuts? Because, I mean, I could go for some nuts. Yeah, I can share with you too. Yeah. So as Heather opens her bag of nuts, several squirrels ah! and Roxy <laughs> descend upon them. I have friends. Oh my goodness. One of the squirrels, a little more timid, looks like it wants some of the treats, but uh, it's clearly shy. It's not. It's not getting close. I make sure to hold a couple of nuts like in my hand, um, and as the other squirrels and Roxy are having at them. I walk over with the ones in my hands and I squat down to the squirrel and go, here you go, buddy. Would you like some? Uh, Yeah, the squirrel hesitantly comes forward and and nibbles at it and pulls back and then nibbles at it a little bit more. And uh, it's like, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. These are delicious. I heard you were looking for a familiar. Absolutely. Do you know where we could start looking? Well, 
I, I think all the familiars are at the camp. That's where they hang out, at the, at the old camp. Where would we go to find the old camp? Oh, you don't want to go there. It's scary. I've got my friends with me. I think we can, we can handle it. <laughs> well, if you head up the path and you take the second left down the, 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 the dark, spooky part of the forest, that's where you'll find the camp. And, and that's where you'll find the familiars. The dark, spooky part. Oh, my. Okay. Wait, did he say we were supposed to go down a dark, spooky? What, what, did, what, did, he, what's, what did he say? I'd like to know more about the dark, spooky path, please. So the second to the left? Is that the one we're supposed to go or not go? I think you said it was the one we're supposed to go. Is that right, little squirrel? Second to the left? Yeah, second to the left. The old ruined camp. I like dark places. I give him another nut and I go, thank you so much. You've been amazing. I hope you have a great day. <laughs> he takes a nut and runs off into the trees. So it's the moral of the story down the path and second left to the scary part. Wait, so we're, why, why are we going down to the scary part? Yeah, they said that uh, our familiar would be waiting for us at the old camp down there. Oh, is this cool? Is this, I wonder if this is one of those things where like they try to scare us, but it's not actually supposed to be scary. We're just there because we're supposed to be scared. Well, I'm not scared. I told him that we could handle it since we have each other's friendship to keep uh, us safe. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not scared. I didn't say I was scared. I was just wondering if it was uh, it was like the sort of thing where like they try to make you scared, but you're not actually scared. Ooh. I won't let anything happen to you. Well, let's go. Let's All go. Right. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. You walk for five, ten minutes, and you come to a. Uh, it sort of goes straight ahead, and then and then t- one fork turns very sharply to the left. Down that left hand path, you hear some rustling in the undergrowth. Okay, uh, I think we need to go this way. Um, we could sneak up on it, I guess, or just walk bravely. Like we don't care. Does it sound big or not so big? Uh, it sounds small. Small rustling, like like um, if you've ever been asleep on a campground and you hear the mice running through the leaves at night. Eating our food and stealing the donuts. and I'll try to sneak up on it. Okay, you're going to roll hide and seek because that's the sneaking, unless you have something else you think is more suitable here. I don't even have hide and seek. I do. Oh. I was just thinking about that. Can um, I do that? You can. Now, the way this works, the way the system works, is the first person to think of an idea is the one that gets to roll. Um, okay. So, uh, if if Dave wants to sneak up on it, he gets the roll first. Um, okay. Dave, athletics would also work here? I can try it with athletics. Okay. And what virtue do you think this would be? This... This would be right. yeah. This this would be cleverness because I think I'm being really smart sneaking okay. up on it. All right, and the way this works is is I let you sort of pitch what you think it fits to do. So if you're like, oh, I think I'm being brave here, walking up on something I don't know what it is. If that's what your character thinks, that's what you get to roll. Occasionally, you might come up with something, and I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense. So you're gonna roll your cleverness. Plus your athletics. Okay, and I'm trying to find pairs of numbers, right? You're trying to find pairs. So what is your cleverness? My cleverness is two. Okay, and, and your I athletics? Have an athletics of one. So you're so going to roll three dice. Three. 
And I have one pair. I have a pair of threes. So Dave is sneaking up, um, or I'm sorry, Finn is sneaking up. Roxy, did you want to sneak up as well? Absolutely, because she loves hide and seek, and she also likes being very brave. So she will sneak up uh, using bravery because she wants to, uh, you know, defend the party, back up Finn, uh, and she's also very good at hide and seek. So. Um, so punching in it, it's actually two excellent stats for me. So it's five dice. Okay. Uh, so I got a one, a three, a three, a four and a four. Okay. So you got a match. Um, even though you got two pairs that match, uh, you're looking for either a pair or a three of a kind or a four of a kind. So, uh, Roxy and, and, uh, Finn are sneaking down the path. Cobb, there is absolutely nothing dark about this path at all. It is well lit. Um, what are you doing? Um, I am just—I'm just going to sort of meld back. It, like, step, I'm actually stepping on the other side of the path to see what's happening. I just going to sort of parallel along where they're going and and see what they discover. Okay, and Hazel. Is the is there a dark path within sight? No, there's the path going straight, and there's the path going to the left. I follow behind uh, Roxy, try to kind of sneak up on the noise as well. Okay, you're going to sneak as well, so we'll have you roll. Okay, I have one on hide-and-seek, and three cleverness. Okay, so you would roll four dice. I rolled a pair of twos and a pair of fives. So, yeah, you're going you're gonna to sneak up on it, uh, whatever it is. Uh, Cobb is hanging back. Everybody else is, is sneaking up, trying not to crunch on the the leaves that are on the I, path. I am staying within sight of them. I just I just want to let them, you know, uh, be there to help them if they need it. Oh, absolutely. They're not going very far forward. You all three, Cobb, it's just too far away to see it. It's it's um, maybe ten yards. Um, you three see two very small people. Uh, they're about four inches tall and they are pulling a a green velvety bag through the undergrowth uh and it's it's got a it's got a symbol on it 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 looks like an acorn on it uh in in gold embroidery they're dragging it through the leaves and uh every so often one of them says to the other you're making too much noise we can't get caught we gotta we gotta get this let's go so what do you all do I definitely want to sneak up on them and kind of block their path. Yeah, you don't have to roll to do that. You've already done your sneaking, so you sort of stand in the way. Yeah. Okay. Can I kind of walk behind them a little bit, like quietly? Yeah, they're pretty intent on their bag, so they don't they don't notice you. How small are they? They're about four inches tall. They're dressed all in brown, uh, so they sort of blend in with the leaves. They have little acorn caps on. They are dressed all in brown. They have little boots that curl up at the front. Oh, my God. That was so cute. <clears throat> so my plan is to stand in their path, have them bump into me, and offer them assistance. Okay. I Absolutely. Like uh, Dave, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, Finn's going to follow Roxy. Okay. Wait, where are you going? All right. And and that's exactly what happens. Uh, these These two little men bump right into your shoe. Stop. And look up. Hi. 
You guys uh, need any help? That looks kind of big there. I could. Finn just says, hi, we're Weird Scouts. The one that was talking before and, and sort of urging the other one on, telling him to be quiet, looks up and then says, oh, crap. You guys uh, need a hand there? I'm here to help. No, no, no. I, I think we've got this. Uh, just forget you saw us. There's no need to tell anybody about this. We've got it under control. It's all good. What what are you what are you doing with your bag? Oh yeah, this here we're uh, we're moving mm-hmm. it from uh, from down that way to uh, over that way. Yeah, no. Roxy bends down and picks it up. And since they're talking to something, I am I am sort of sneaking up, trying to get close to see what's going on. So you bend down to pick it up and. The two pixie men are going to hang on to the strings as you pick it up. So they are they are going up with it. Sure. All right. And they're just sort of dangling there. And they're like, no, 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 no. No, it's okay. See, we, we got this. I mean, that, that, that. No, you know, it's really no trouble. I must insist. It's okay. You don't I'm have trying to, to help. Uh, she, she's really strong. You, you two don't have to help her. Mm-hmm. Can I just walk up to it and kind of like hold my hands underneath them so they don't fall? Yes, absolutely. One of them, the, the talkative one, the other one hadn't said anything. He says, uh, what's the deal here? Are, are you taking possession of our property? Are you, are you claiming this as your own? Or are you actually helping us move it where it needs to go? Let's, let's just be clear about the stakes here. Well, I, I gotta say, I'm 100% down with helping, but I can't help but notice... It seems kind of questionable, just your actions, you know? And we did overhear some things you probably didn't want anyone to overhear. Oh, yeah, no, 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 this is clearly our bag. I mean, if it was questionable, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't know what was in it, and there would probably be a big, you know, one of those marks on it, the question mark. But there's not. There's an acorn. This is this is our bag. It's okay. You just, you don't want to open it. Trust me on that one. You do not want to open it. Why what's in it? Well, uh, that's uh, that's privileged information. Oh no, I'm accidentally opening the bag now. Yeah, I'm slow motion making like I'm gonna open the bag. Okay, the one that hasn't spoken at all shrieks, lets go of the <laughs> string, and drops down to Hazel's hand. I catch him. <laughs> oh, little buddy, I got you. Don't worry. The other one's like, uh, so I I know that you're big, but clearly your ears are clogged. Because uh-huh. because I said you do not want to open this bag. I mean, do I look like I would lie? I don't know, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but I have to admit, I'm incredibly curious. Yeah? Okay, what's your name, curious big girl? Oh, uh, Roxy. Now we come to naming. It is on the players to name the important people that they meet. Okay? <laughs> so, uh... And uh, I'm going to give this one to Roxy because she's the one that's that's sort of in there. In the future, anybody can name anything. I'll just I'll just ask, you know, and, and what is this person's name going to be? You all decide what the name is going to be. The person that names it gets a fairy stone. So, uh, Mab, what is this guy's name? Nuggle. His friends call him Nug. Okay. And by friends, I mean that one guy that's currently not talking to him. Okay. And one detail about Nuggle. He doesn't have any actual friends. <laughs> okay. All right. Aww. That's kind of sad. Well, he's kind of a jerk. I am Nuggle, 
And I have a bit of a proposition for you. One, let's not open that bag. Bad things are going to happen, and I'm not going to be responsible for them. I need you, since you've got the bag in your hand, to uh, uh-huh. to, to take a little walk with me the, the other direction uh, uh-huh. and and drop this bag off where it needs to go. Be careful, Roxy. Okay. Um, so where is it that it needs to go? Uh, it needs to go over to Field 7. Field seven? What What about the other six fields? I'm not worried about the other six fields. I'm the foreman for field seven. Okay. What's in the bag? Dust. Oh. Do you want to ride? Uh, I mean, since I'm already up here, unless you're going to open the bag, in which case I've got to follow my buddy and skedaddle. I mean, do you guys want to go to field seven? Turns to ask the rest of the party. Yeah. Am I still holding the other, um... Yes! And what is his name? Scruggs. Okay. And what is something about Scruggs, beside the fact that he doesn't talk? Uh, his true passion is, uh, fl- flamenco dancing. I love this aspect. <laughs> <laughs> so, it it does a couple of things. One, it, it lets you all have input and ownership of the story, uh, in a, in a new direction. Two, I don't have to think of any NPC names. So, you have Scruggs in your hand, you have Nug hanging still onto the bag, uh, and and Roxy turns to everyone else and says, are we going to Field 7? I look down at Scruggs and uh, I kind of ask him, what what would Field 7 be? How close is it to us? He looks at you, thinks about it, looks over at his boss, and gives a little shrug. Nug looks over at you and says, Well, I mean, your strides are considerably bigger than our strides. So if we were going to walk there, it would take us the rest of the afternoon. If you're going to walk there, I don't know, maybe an hour tops? So I I help Nug, who's hanging by the the cord. I'll pick him up and let him sit on my shoulder. Yeah, this is a much, much better vantage. I'm kind of developing, like, a connection to Scruggs. Like, is he enjoying, like, hanging out with me, or is he looking like he's just, like, wants to leave? He looks um, scared and uncertain. He keeps checking back in with his boss. He's not not copacetic with this whole situation. I go... (laughs) I'm sorry, Scruggs. It kind of looks like you're a little bit nervous. Do you want to be put down? He starts to nod and then checks in with Nug to make sure that's the right response. And Nug looks over at him and says, Don't be such a friggin' wimp. They're going to take us all the way there, and they're not even going to look in the bag. I mean, how lucky are we? Roxy kind of does a quick look around, gets us, uh, makes brief eye contact with Ian, Finn, and Hazel, and then... Uh, <clears throat> Opens the bag. Uh oh! <laughs> I trying to broadcast. <laughs> okay, so as you start to open the bag, Nug dives backwards off your shoulder. Okay, and don't step back. Scruggs also jumps down. Aww. They sort of touch down in just a little bit of a crouch, and they take off running in opposite directions. The fall, even from that height, did not phase them at all. Do either of them run by me? Yes. We'll have uh, we'll have Scruggs run past you. I am going to try to... I will just try and grab him. You're going to try and grab him? 
As he's doing that, I'm just kind of following Scruggs, trying to. Okay, so a couple of things we need to resolve. Roxy opens the bag. Inside the bag, it is some sort of dust, but it, it's shimmery. It's it's gold and silver and purples, and clearly there's some sort of magic going on here in this dust. And it a cloud of it starts to just billow up towards your face. Roxy, I don't think we were supposed to open the bag. Yeah, probably not. Uh, kind of pull my shirt up over my nose, which I actually just did. Uh, and then close the bag if I can. Uh, yeah, you can close the bag. You pull the your shirt up over your nose. You close the bag. You manage not to breathe in this cloud of dust. Sort of like this fine glitter just settles on your on your face from the eyes up. And uh, okay, so Ian is going to attempt to grab... Scruggs. We're going to do a roll for this. My gut says athletics. Um, mm-hmm. But. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Well, here's my question. Since I was trying to remain hidden uh, from them when I snuck up, is would would there have been any advantage to, you know, like basically I'm coming out of, you know, nowhere at. Um, yeah. Or like basically like could i have used uh hide and seek to you know he, he goes running and i'm just like you know sort of basically laying a trap with my hand absolutely in which case i would say that's probably cleverness and hide and seek yes and since heather is sort of chasing him in that direction he's going to be slightly distracted she could if she wanted give you another dice to roll she would be helping your action hmm. will you do that i will do that awesome Let's see here. I have, oh my god, I'm terrible. I got a two, a two, and a two. I got three twos. Three twos. All right. Three of a kind. So, uh, yeah, you can, uh, you snatch him right up. He goes right into my backpack. I, I do it carefully. You snatch him up and toss him in your backpack. That just leaves Finn. Finn, what are you doing? Finn's, Finn's, looking, Finn's looking a little confused. And actually, you know what? Uh, he'll reach up and try to brush some of the glitter out of Roxy's hair. He like brushes it on his pants. I've got glitter on me now. Was it was it Cobb who caught Scruggs? Can I rush over there and just be like, um, like, hey, Scruggs? Uh, you know, I, I pull out like my little coin purse and be like, I'll give you a couple of coins <laughs> if you can just tell me what what the heck that was. Like, are we in are we in danger? What was that? He's in my backpack. I, I'm whispering to the backpack. We'll come back to that. Mab, a little bit of the dust got in your eyes. So Finn is absolutely gorgeous. The trees, you have never seen trees this beautiful in your entire life. Everything you look at is just amazingly, stunningly gorgeous. Are you you okay, Roxy? This place is amazing. It's so beautiful. No, you got to see this. Throw some powder in his I'm eye. Not, no, we're not supposed to. <laughs> Ow! You got it in my eye. It's in my eye now. Mm-hmm. Dave, you, you have the exact same effect. Everything looks pretty. Like, you look super pretty right now. You, I mean, uh, I mean, you're, you, look, uh, you look really pretty, too. Don't make it weird. And I, like, punch him in the arm. Ah! Like, <laughs> and I fall. <laughs> oh 
I'm going to try and pull Scruggs out, like grab him by his collar. Okay. You grab him by his collar and pull him out and uh, sort of he whispers. He's not he's not used to talking loudly. And he goes, they they should not have opened that bag. I, we told he, Nug, Nugs told him not to open the bag. Why? Why did they open the bag? What's I'm not sure. It? They have listening skills, uh, problems with listening skills sometimes, look, but look they're still good people. that cloud. What is that cloud? You told me there was money. If I help you, I get money. Absolutely. Just make yep. sure that they're not hurt. Okay, um, I'll take one. One one of the big ones. Okay, I open the pouch and I let him choose the one he wants. Okay, he, he, I mean, he tugs out a quarter. Yeah, Um. so what is it you want to know? Okay, so what was that powder and are they dying are we okay oh, no, they're not gonna die i mean unless maybe you met a bear um and they tried to give it a hug or something like that because they thought it was a really gorgeous looking bear but uh oh, yeah no. no that's just uh, we don't know that's some that's some magic dust we stole from the elfar um to try and fix field seven but but uh he told you not to open the bag how how do we fix uh, what's wrong with their eyes? Uh, I don't know. Wash it out. I mean, that that maybe with maybe with something that stings a lot to sort of counteract the the magic of the dust. I mean, you could dry regular water. That's if you got like maybe lemon juice, that might work better. Oh, I don't have that. Um, I uh, I look around for some bitter roots and uh, yeah. What, what's wrong with Field Seven? I don't think I'm allowed to tell you that. Well, if you want it fixed, you're going to have to tell us. That's what we're supposed to do. We're scouts. Well, everything in Field 7 is dead. How did it die? Well, see, in the winter, all the plants go to sleep. Like the flowers and the, the fruits and the and the, and the bushes and the berries and, and Field 7, it's our job to tend to all that stuff. Uh, well, spring came and, and none of it came back. So it's just dry and it's dusty and, and everything in Field 7 is dead. And this dust would make it all come back alive or would it just make it look like it was alive? We have no idea. I'd like to revisit the whole thing where you stole it from the Elfar. Well, technically, I guess we borrowed it. Because they dropped it, and Nug said, you know, we'll just keep it safe for them by, um, you know, spreading it all over our field. I think that cloud looks like one of those giant whales in that thing about that purple guy. Have I found Uh, any sassafras root? (laughs) Um, I'm going to need you to make a roll. You can go with camping and exploring. You can go with alchemy. I have two points on camping and exploring. Can I give her an assist? Absolutely. I have alchemy. So I figure I'll use that aspect of it. Uh, I use, uh, well, cleverness I have three, whereas helpfulness I have two. So, yeah, I'll go with cleverness. Okay, so that's... Dun, dun, dun. Also, I have three... Wo- lemon uh, juice in the eye? A three pair, pair. You have three of a kind. Okay, yes, you absolutely find some sassafras and some nettle and some, some bitter roots and herbs and things growing right on the edge of the path. I'm oddly not okay with this. <laughs> I'm oddly not interested. I would. I'm okay. I'm good with the sparkle eyes. I'm. I'm fine. I, I don't want you to hug a bear or like a mountain lion. Yeah, I won't hug a bear or a mountain no, lion. No, you, can, you just... can just hug it from afar with your normal. Yeah, eyes. yeah. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I collect uh, the uh, 
the sass, all the roots and stuff, and I go, can somebody turn this into tea? Oh, yes. I have cookie. I give him the roots. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. Um. <laughs> so you have camping, right? So you, you can make a fire. and I'll- Are you all making a fire right here on the path? Yeah. yeah. I, how far are we from where we think the camp would be? Some of you may remember the direction. Some of you may not. You were told to take the second left into the, the dark Yep. Spooky looking path. We didn't get that far, did we? You haven't gotten that far. You got to the first left. I'll tell you what. I'll ah. just make a, I will just start making a cold brew then. I'll, I'll just I'll do something to. I'll just start mixing some of it up um, to make a cold brew. I don't even think you need to roll because you're just shoving herbs in your canteen. Yay! With style, Dave. What are you doing? So I thought we were supposed to be at, at the camp. What are we? No, it's fine. We're going to camp. Let's go to camp. Are we going to go to the camp or are we going to save this field? Yeah, no, we should We should save the... Yeah. At this point, you notice Scruggs is gone. In the gathering of the herbs and the making of the tea and arguing about pouring bitter things in Bab's eye, he has vanished. Well, I guess if we have the bag, um, just close it up tight and we can head down the path a little bit more. Cobb, you got you got the tea going, right? Yes, tea's going. Um, well, we don't even know where Field 7 is now, do we? I don't think so. You do I guess we just know. try to keep finding our familiar then. I mean, he did give us basic directions, if I recollect. Uh, do you guys want to try to find the field? And Nug did point in the direction that you all would have been heading, not down this side path. What do you guys oh, think we perfect. should do? We should definitely go to the campground. Oh my gosh, look at this tree. It looks like it has a face in it. Should we hold their hands to make sure they don't wander off the path, uh, Cobb? Yes. Your hands look really nice, though. Thank you. Like, do you see how sparkly this is? This is really pretty. I'll, I'll hold on to the bag, and I'll let you look at it later. I just, I'm just going to hold it for now. Tie that shut. Tie it really, really tight shut. I'm gonna hold on to uh, Roxy's hand and just be like, "Come on, let's uh, let's head down just a little bit." Okay, I'm totally cool. Like Yay. I'm super cool with like you know all of this. Look, I wish you guys could see how beautiful everything is. I mean, oh, you I'm can. Sure. Yeah. You absolutely can, and I think you should at some point just kind of sit down and enjoy how amazing everything looks. Like. Oh, I've seen the color green. No, you've never seen the color green. Like this shade of green. Get that. So, Robert, I'm wetting my fingers and then sort of, and, and waggling them in front of Finn's face and saying, Finn, look here. And then when he does, flicking my fingers. Okay, <laughs> you're going to say poking him in the eye. <laughs> I was waiting for that too. <laughs> no, just splashing the water in his, the, 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 you know, the tea water in his eye. Ow, 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 ow. Ow! What is that? Ow! Ow! So things are not quite as fabulously beautiful anymore, Dave. They're still shiny. They're still nice. But uh, yeah, the effect has faded a little bit. Are you okay now? Yeah, I, well, I mean, it's not as, everything's not as nice as it was before. I thought it was because we were in the Weirdwood now. I, I guess it's that dust. Wait, how is dust that makes everything look pretty supposed to fix a field it's not they had no idea what they were doing they were shady little buggers oh they were 
as super shady. <laughs> so, uh, Dave, as the tears stream down your face from these Ow. bitter herbs, after a few minutes, it has all the dust has all been flushed out, and you see normally again. Ow! And and your eyes burn a bit. Ow! I take a sip of the tea. Is it good? Uh, no, it's bitter. It's it's very very bitter. I, I lick my lips as if it's the best tea in the world. But you're you're letting Mab Roxy at this point keep her magic sight. I, I think we can handle one of us. I just it, two of us seemed a little bit dangerous. You head back to the path that you were on originally, and eventually you get to another split where the former path heading left because it's overgrown. The sky to everyone except for Mab looks sort of dark and ominous in this direction. This looks amazing. Are we seeing the same thing? Right. No, it's very, I'm going to say ambiance, which I heard a word, and I think it just means dim lighting. I mean, it looks kind of cool and creepy. Yeah, the path looks cool and creepy. It is dimly lit. There's actually a wooden sign, you know, like those trail marker signs, and it's old and it's rotten, uh, but you can make out that the first letter of the sign is C, And the last couple of letters on the sign are W-O-O-D. And actually, to you, Mab, the sign looks looks in perfect shape. It looks totally repaired. What's it say? The sign says Camp Weirdwood. Aw, I think that's our camp. It says Camp Weirdwood. You can read that? Pointed out on the sign where it says Camp Weirdwood. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it said that once, but it's all broken down and messed up now. Oh, oh wait, you... are you seeing it different? Because yeah. because you still have the, the magic dust in your eyes. Heckin' yeah. Guys, she still has the magic dust. Whoa, wait, what if that's what it really looks like? And what we're seeing is the wrong thing. Wait, Roxy, put more dust in my eyes. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no. Oh, no, wait, hang on. Guys, you, you should check this out. It's maybe this is what it's supposed to look like. A bear is going to eat you. No, well, it, like we'll know it's a bear. It's yeah. Just, no, you don't want to hug the bear. You no, know, no. you were listening to a pixie. Pixies don't have any self-control. So deep down the path, you hear this spooky sort of. So we hear an owl. You hear an owl. And uh, then a sort of rumble of thunder, and you you see lightning flash off in the distance. It looks like it's going to probably start storming soon. Wait, was it supposed to rain today? Oh, gosh, we're going to have to get to camp pretty quickly if we're going to be able to beat. So does it look like it's going to rain to me? No, but you did hear the thunder. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's do this. So we're at Camp Weirdwood. Yay! Was that task one? The task was to set up a camp. Oh. This one could already be set up for you. Okay. Is it? So you're going to head down the path. Yes. Yes. Let's go down the path. Everybody's walking down the path and brushing thorns out of the way, cobwebs, except for Mab. She's just getting whacked with them because she doesn't see that they're there. I I try to kind of stop them from whacking her. You do feel the stickiness of the webs and you do sort of feel the scratches of the thorns, but you know how you walk through a spider web that you didn't see was there and suddenly it's just (laughs) like in your hair and everywhere. Ah, So that's, ah. yeah, that's your constant experience walking down this path. 
Okay, this is less cool. Yeah, this I think is less cool. Hazel and I will just like take it, like snap a a twig or something, and just sort of walk in front of her. And yeah, I like you. that idea. You reach the ruins of a small. You know, it's a small camp. It's got a a couple of buildings, and the roofs are caved in, and vines are growing up, and moss and mold everywhere, and it doesn't look like. It was on fire or anything like that. It just looks abandoned for decades. Mab, you see this perfect camp all set up and welcoming for you. There's no people, but hey, there's there's nice dry buildings and the grass the, is nicely mown. This place is gorgeous. Look at this. This is such amazing accommodation. No, Roxy, I think it's the dust. It, it's all messed up oh, and man. it looks like it's all run down and broken. It looks and... beautiful. Why? Wait, did they tell us that we were supposed to go to Camp Weirdwood or did they tell us we were just supposed to set up a camp? They just, the note said set up a camp. Nobody has ever mentioned Camp Weirdwood before to you. Oh, that's weird. I mean,. So the only reason Camp Weirdwood even exists is because you all insisted last time that it might. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so here it is. <laughs> and not not only that, there are spider webs, cobwebs over everything. Hey, did anybody ever read that book about um about the ring and there was that one part um there was a spider uh, yeah, Charlotte's Web. I've seen that. I like Charlotte's Web, although I didn't like the end part because it, it made me cry. But, like, oh. those webs look bigger than what, what a normal web would be. So I'm thinking that probably the spider might also um, – it's probably bigger. Looking up in the webs as Finn is talking about this, and you see written in the webs out of other webs and like sticks and things have been stuck in there to form the letters. It says, go away. <laughs> you guys, if we need a place to stay, we could just stay here. Yeah. Mab actually sees this big golden banner hanging above the, the biggest, nicest building through the window. She sees these nice, comfortable bunk beds and the big golden banner says, welcome scouts. Oh, yeah. Like they want us here. This says welcome scouts right there. No, no, it doesn't. It says go away. Oh, spider web at that. Oh, maybe maybe you should maybe you should wash the dust out of your eyes. I don't know. It sounds like I'm looking at a better world than you guys. Only Hazel, I think, would hear this. You you hear like you all still hear birds in the trees and stuff and and a, a, like a, a, a crow squawking hazel hears this sort of muffled help me oh no guys i'm i'm hearing like a little cry for help i i, I stop and like kind of listen to see, hear where it's coming from i listen to because i don't have dust in my ears so you hear a crow uh, like a muffled crow call i don't hear anyone calling for help hazel the uh, definitely hears again help me guys i really think that there's like a uh, something trapped over here i think we should help it i'll follow hazel yeah i'm I'm gonna follow hazel too i got your back hazel so are you all doing anything to move the webs out of your way are you just walking straight into them can i make something to make to melt webs or anything with alchemy i guess maybe you could because i think like 
really any sort of acid would probably work here. I don't know that you want to be flinging caustic chemicals up in the air. The other thing is spider webs <laughs> are dissolved by heat. Well, could I make a mildly magical potion that would just make spider webs slip off of us? Oh, I would say you are welcome to try. I start digging around for, you know, I don't know, mushrooms, crystals, whatever I find it, you know, at the root of, at, by a tree. Okay. You're just sort of winging it with the intent of, I want a potion that repels spider webs. So this is probably going to be pretty hard. Yeah, I'm, that would, you can do alchemy, and I would say that's probably cleverness. I could see helpfulness if you wanted to use helpfulness, since you're sort of making something to help the entire group go with cleverness does anyone know anything about spiders or specifically giant spiders and their webs to maybe assist me i have um Mm -hmm. two points in mythic yeah me too all right well they could then both give you a die i was gonna impose a two die penalty on this so that would wipe that out fair enough (laughs) yay all right how do we do oh no Uh uh-oh oh wait one Oh, I wish I could show you. I actually have three threes. Oh, all right. You're, you're, I, you explain it to me because I don't know. Cobb starts digging under a tree and pulls up a mushroom and uh, looks at the other two and, and gets some information on spider webs and what, what would make them not sticky and actually breaks open a battery from one of his, from his uh, flashlight and gets a little bit of the acid. This might sting a little bit. Um, and, and uh, a few shavings off his silver dollar. and Don't um, put that in my eyes. I don't want that go, in just my... Wait. I need another canteen, though, because mine has tea in it. Actually, no, the tea will probably work. Perfect. I'll just add it all to that. Shake it up. <laughs> a mad scientist with us. Okay. Um, it starts sprinkling it on everybody. This is exactly what we used to do with a chemistry set we found in the woods during recess. Yes. Um, so... Awesome. It starts fizzing in your canteen. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, now what are you doing with the mixture you have created? I sprinkle it on everyone. Uh, whoa, 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 you said that wasn't going in my eye. I think. <laughs> no, I think, don't. Be, close your eyes. I don't think maybe some went in. Let, Wait, like, now maybe some went in my mouth. Something first. Stand still, close your eyes. I start kind of jumping around like, no, 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 not yet. I think, I think it went in my mouth. No. Oh man! Cobb is just standing there, sort of shaking his canteen, and it's splattering on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gross! Ugh. It is gross, and it tastes like sassafras. It, it tastes like sassafras and battery acid. Yeah, and I would say it. It maybe even smokes just a little bit where it touches your clothes. I walk up to a spider web and I just kind of tentatively try to put my fingers through it. Uh, so you reach out and touch the spider web. It resists your, your hand for just a moment and then it starts to melt away. Ooh. Hey, hey guys, I think that actually worked. Cobb, it worked. It is full on raining now. Um, but, but Mav, it's the most beautiful sparkling rain ever. I mean, ever. it's like diamonds. Wet that don't hurt. Yeah. Can the rain wash off the uh, potion? Oh, it might eventually. I, um, I start running. About 20 feet ahead, you see uh, hanging from a tree. It, it's like a 
is a spiderweb pinata, and it's got got black feathers sort of poking out at odd angles, and so it's like this big ball of spiderweb hanging. How high up is it hanging? Um, it's hanging maybe about ten feet up, out on the edge of the branch, and it's shaking and moving, and you hear the and uh, there's feathers sticking out, and there's these there's these uh, claws at the bottom. That okay. are- is there a bird in there? Oh my gosh, there's a crow in there. I go up there and I see help that? the thing. Yeah. Trouble? Can I see the bird? You can. And it is it is wrapped up in this gorgeous silk, silver, shimmery cloth. I mean, this is like the emperor of birds. It is the most magnificently dressed bird ever. I'm going to jump up and grab it. How high is it? It's about 10 feet up. I think you can probably do this. Give me an athletics roll just to make sure. Uh, Because this is... this is Just athletics? uh, No, athletics plus whatever virtue. Bravery or helpfulness. I would go with helpfulness on this one. Me personally. Athletics is one and helpfulness is two. So that's a total of three dice. Let me see here. Make sure I've got... Yep, that's right. Okay. And I am... Rolling the ha! Whoa! Five, five, and five. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well so you managed to spring up off the ground, um, and uh, Roxy could put Michael Jordan to shame right now. Um, she just vaults up, <laughs> grabs onto this Whoa. sticky mass of spiderweb and bird, and hangs there off. Oh. <laughs> In the air for a moment. And then... You said she was going to be stuck up there. <laughs> no. And then comes comes plummeting back down, but she lands in, like, the the superhero, superhero pose. pose. Yes. Um, yes. And, uh, yes. Roxy, are you stuck? Wham! <laughs> and and she has got this massive spiderweb and bird. Rip it open. Gently. I mean, it's a thing that I can do. Uh, you reveal... A very large black raven, tattered and ruffled. Not to Roxy though. Roxy, this is this is an awesome looking raven. You look amazing. I hand it over to Hazel for assist because this is her ballywick. <laughs> um, I kind of carefully take the bird and um, just start kind of like pulling away at the. Wait, he's already got his spiderwebs off, right? Uh, he's still got spiderwebs on him, but but Mab is like cracked open the the shell. And uh, the bird looks at you and says, You have got to be the daftest bunch of scouts I have ever met in my entire life. I mean, not that I'm ungrateful. I'm glad that you showed up. Uh, but just just wondering, is anyone here afraid of spiders? Ooh, oh. spiders? Where? Not, not, I don't think, I don't know. Uh, no, not really. Uh, small spiders, not so much. Um, spiders larger than me might be a problem. I'm not as scared of nothing. There's spiders um, bigger than us here, aren't Well, they? yeah, Cobb looks around for spiders. There are some horse-sized spiders. Um, <laughs> uh, at least half a dozen of them that are creeping through the trees along their webs 
closer Awkward. to you all. Oh, um, so cool. I don't, I don't see them, do uh, I? You do, but they're beautiful. I mean, they've got eight gorgeous jeweled eyes and, and they've got this like shimmery bodies. And, wow, it, it's like gems. Yeah, like... and these huge ruby hourglass painted on the bottom of them. I mean, they're they're wow. they're the most beautiful spiders ever. Uh, and the bird uh, sort of jerks his head towards them and says, "Rot." Thank you.